you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hello, and welcome back to Her Portion Podcast. It's Hannah here. And today I am very excited to share with you what the Lord has put on my heart in regards to the topic of faith and prayer. Prayer is a deep, wide, beautiful subject that we could endlessly talk about. And today, this month actually, we are zeroing in on having faith in prayer. What does that mean? Well, Let me just ask you, when you go to God in prayer, do you believe that he can answer you? Or do you have that nagging in the back of your mind that says, well, I'm going to pray and ask because I know I should believe, but he probably won't. And then you just leave it at that. You say your prayer and you assume you did the right thing and you're all good to go. And hopefully God's going to (laughs) answer. Um... I would say that there's faith there because you can't really talk to a God you can't see if you don't have faith. But I wouldn't say that there's faith in your prayer if you are allowing your your doubts to move and sway how you talk to God. So today I want to share with you an instance in scripture that one of the one of the verses in this passage that I'm going to share with you goes through my mind often and it has changed my life. It's probably familiar to you, but if not, we're going to review it. So, it can be found in Mark chapter 9 verses 16 through 29. This is the instance where there was a boy who was possessed with a demon. Now, this boy as we read through this passage the father shares he had been possessed with this demon since he was a child so he had been possessed for a very long time to be possessed means that a demon is indwelling a human they are living inside of that person now if you are a saved individual which means you have accepted the gift of salvation you've trusted in jesus christ for forgiveness of your sin and you've called upon him, then you cannot have a demon dwell inside of you. But you can, however, be oppressed, which means they can attack you. And that's a topic for a different time, but they cannot possess you. And so I felt I should put that disclaimer out there Um, of what possession is so here we have this boy who's possessed and there are some of the disciples here at this scene and there's a multitude of people and there are scribes and the disciples the lord during this time during his time on earth gave them power to cast out demons with this boy however they could not cast the demon out of this boy And the scribes were mocking the disciples, and truly it would have been an embarrassing moment for the disciples to not understand or know why they could not cast the demon out of this boy. And 
I'm going to read for you where the, the Lord comes in and he says in verse 16, what question you with them? Because he was talking to the scribes because the scribes were questioning the disciples. In verse 17, and one of the multitude, which is the father of the boy, answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answereth him, and saith, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. I think it's interesting that the Lord called them faithless. He's talking to the disciples. The disciples could not cast the demon out of this boy because they did not have faith. Now, if we were at that scene, who knows what we would have thought, seeing a young boy foaming at the mouth, gnashing and tearing away. It wouldn't have been a pretty sight, that's for sure. But the disciples, they had seen a lot. And here they are without faith to do this task. And so it says in verse 20, And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him, the boy. And he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming. And he asked his father, Jesus asked the boy's father, How long is it ago since this child came unto him? Or since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. And then it talks about how, the father talks about how the boy the demon and the boy had cast the boy into the fire, into the water. And I just want you to picture with me this poor father having had to deal with this for years now. I mean, I'm sure he had burn marks on his hands from having to pull this boy out of the fire. I'm sure he had to run into the water to save his son. It could have been at 3 a.m. in the morning. All of the things that this father endured, taking care of his beloved son who had this demon we may never know because it isn't written all of it isn't written here but we know and you can hear through the very words of scripture the pain and agony in this father's voice and this is what i love at the end of verse 22 the father says but if thou canst do anything have compassion on us and help us And then in verse 23, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. I want to repeat that for you. So the dad of the boy said, But if thou canst do anything. And Jesus says, If thou canst believe. So the question here is not if Jesus can do it, because we know that God can. But can we believe that he can? Because that's what makes the difference. Can we believe that God is able? Can we believe that God will do what he says he'll do? Can we have unmovable, unshakable faith? And I love that the Lord responded to him that way. He says, all things are possible to him that believeth. And then 24, And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. What a powerful verse, and one of my favorite, and one that rings in my mind often. 
and one I have prayed many times, to be completely honest with you. The, the father of this child, I mean, he has been through and seen so much with his own son that he loves, clearly. He has probably tried to rescue him out of many horrible situations. And yet he still believed. And he trusted and believed that the disciples could. But then what a blow to find that, wow, even the disciples who have cast out demons out of other people can't even cast the demon out of my son. Can you imagine how defeated he must have been in that moment? But he says, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. He was admitting he's human. He was admitting... I believe in you. I believe that you can. I know that you can, but this is really hard. And this is really big for me. And I know that there's part of me that doesn't believe enough, but I really want to believe the way that you're telling me to. I want to believe so much that all things are possible, even this. And as a result of that, the Lord rebuked the foul spirit the demon and cast the demon out of the boy and I just bring this story to your attention because first of all the disciples were faithless in this instance he goes on to tell them in verse 29 because the disciples had asked him privately why couldn't we cast him out he says this kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting and To be honest, I have always read that and thought, oh, it just means that they had to do a little extra. But I didn't correlate the verse at the top in verse 19 when the Lord literally said, oh, faithless generation. There needed to be faith in their seeking of God in prayer. There needed to be faith in that fasting in order to have this demon cast out. And I just want to ask you today, do you have someone that you are praying for that seems impossible? I have had some instances in my own life and in my own family that I could say I experienced this. It was hard when somebody you're praying for that you love repeatedly falls back into sin or repeatedly hurts you or um, whatever it is, it's really hard to keep that unshakable faith, that impossible faith that says, no matter what, I know that there's something better. I know that God can. I believe that God can. It's hard to be on the mountaintop all the time. And I want to encourage you today. When you are praying and God puts it on your heart to pray for that person or that thing that you're struggling to overcome, it may not be a question if you believe that God can do it. You know that God can help you run one mile, but you also know yourself and you know that it's really hard to run one mile without stopping, right? That's just obviously an example but you can pray and ask God, I do believe, but help me where I don't believe. 
because I have some doubt, but I don't want to doubt because I believe the scriptures that say all things are possible to him that believes. I don't want to doubt because I know how important faith is to you. The Bible says without faith is impossible to please him. And so I want to encourage you to make this a part of your prayer life. Don't give up on praying for people or for your situation that seems impossible. God knows your heart inside and out. And honestly, he doesn't expect you to be on top side all the time. He remembereth that we are dust. He knows that we're going to have some questionable faith moments in our life. And it's in those moments that you must go to him and ask him to give you more faith. So make it a part of your prayer life to ask God to help you where you know that you have doubt when you are praying for something specific. God will help you to have faith. And every time you pray, God will increase your faith because he can't answer you if you're not praying to him. And so today, I hope you find encouragement in knowing that it is okay. You're human. We all have that doubt. But don't allow it to fester. Don't allow it to kill your prayers and to give you a faithless prayer life. Instead, give it over to God and let him put fire again back inside of those prayers. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.